No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. You ever wonder why we study the Bible? What is it about the Bible that makes it so special? And how do we really know that it's the Word of God? Pastor Daryl will address these questions as he sets the stage to teach from Genesis through Revelation. Hope you'll join us for Simply the Bible. So welcome to this first episode of Through the Bible, Study of God's Word. No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives in so many nations for so many years as the Bible. And if you accept its claims, then you believe it is the Word of God. If you don't, then listening to it can actually make you a believer, for faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Our Creator has not left us without a pathway to know Him. While He has given to us the gift of life, it is not His will that any of us should perish. He has marked the road by which we can experience eternal life. Even though we all, like sheep, have gone astray, we've turned to our own way, we've done our own thing, He is willing to welcome us into His fellowship and into His love. He is, according to Jesus Christ, the Father who patiently waits for his prodigals to return, and he meets them when they return home. So, why should we study the Bible? To begin with, the Bible is unlike any other book in at least four ways. First, the Bible is unique in its authorship. In one sense, God is the author of the Bible, but in another sense, man is the author. Man wrote as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. And yet, God did not take away from the individual personalities of the writers, allowing each one to express himself according to his own perception, his own thought and style. In addition, the Bible was written by about 40 authors over 1,500 years in at least three different languages and on three continents. Some of these men never knew of the others, and there was no collusion. They didn't get together and try to figure it all out among the 40 authors. Yet, they have produced a book that is integrated and continuous from Genesis to Revelation. Only God could put that together. Second, the Bible is unique in its reliability. There are 5,600 ancient manuscripts of the Greek New Testament and 25,000 manuscript fragments. No other ancient document even comes close to that. As far as the Old Testament, the scripture was of extreme importance to the early Hebrews. While it was copied numerous times, the scribes followed very strict rules, making it virtually impossible for there to be inaccuracies. However, Up until the 20th century, the earliest Hebrew manuscripts we had were from 900 A.D. But then in 1947, Bedouin shepherds discovered seven scrolls housed in jars in a cave near the Dead Sea. This led to a discovery of 12 caves and 100,000 manuscript fragments. They were pieced together to form 800 documents dating from the 3rd century before Christ 
to the first century AD. Many of these were Old Testament scriptures. A complete scroll of Isaiah was found that predated our earliest copy by a thousand years. The Dead Sea Scrolls are so significant because they demonstrate the amazing accuracy over a thousand-year period, proving that the Scripture is reliable. Third, the Bible is unique in its archaeological support. The Bible speaks of hundreds of different names, places, and events. While there have been many archaeological discoveries that have confirmed the accuracy of the Bible— there have been no discoveries that have disproved it. American archaeologist William F. Albright wrote, Discovery after discovery has established the accuracy of innumerable details and has brought increased recognition to the value of the Bible as a source of history. Fourth, the Bible is unique in its prophecy. Because God exists in eternity, Outside of our time and space, he can see throughout all of history and knows the future. One-fourth of Scripture was predictive prophecy when it was written. The fact that many of these prophecies have already been fulfilled is probably the most conclusive proof that the Bible is the Word of God. Bible apologist Norman Giesler wrote this, Other books claim divine inspiration such as the Quran, the Book of Mormon, parts of the Hindu Veda, but none of these books contain predictive prophecy. The Bible is unique in this. The Apostle Peter was an eyewitness to Christ's glory. He saw him on the Mount of Transfiguration, shining like the sun, pretty impressive. Yet, he considered fulfilled prophecy to be the most important proof that Jesus was the Christ, the Son of God. And he wrote in 2 Peter 1.19, So we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Another reason we should study the Bible is because we all have certain needs that are not satisfied with material things. The word of God is spiritual food. As we will see when we go into Genesis chapter 1, man was created in the image of God, of, of spirit and mind and body. And we need something to feed our spirit. This word of God is just for that purpose. One of the things about feeding the spirit is that the Bible gives to us our purpose, why we're here. We have a need to know that. No one wants to drift through life aimlessly. We have a sense that there is more to life than the daily grind or accumulating the most stuff. We are here for a higher purpose. What is it? Who would know that better than our creator? We're not a cosmic accident. We were designed and formed for a reason. The Bible reveals our ultimate purpose. It is full of practical wisdom to help us succeed in life and prepare us for the life to come. In short, it's our game plan. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 119.105, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy, his son in the faith, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, 
so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. All scripture, Genesis through Revelation, is inspired by God and reveals God's plan for mankind. It is his story, but it is also our story for it reveals to us who we are in relationship with God and with others. It reveals to us the path of everlasting life and helps us see where we have veered off course. It trains us in the righteousness that pleases God and people. You were made for a purpose, but only your creator can show you what that purpose is. And he shows us through the light of his word. Second, we have the need to be loved. We all want to know that we matter to someone. It's the subject of countless books, songs, and movies. The Bible teaches that God loves us more than we can even comprehend. In fact, he loves us so much that he sent his only son to die in our place. Romans 5.8 tells us that God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus Christ left the glory of heaven and became a man so that he could do the one thing God could never do, die. It was the only way that a holy and just God could forgive us of our sins. And God the Father permitted his son to suffer this rejection, persecution, and crucifixion, all because he loves us and wants to spend eternity with us. Jesus loved us so much that he was willing to do it all. There is no greater love than this. The entire message of the Bible really is a divine romance. It is about a loving God who creates people in his image. And he loves them so much that he gives them the freedom to choose, to love him and follow his rules, or to reject him and go their own way. While our disobedience has its consequences... It doesn't stop God from loving us. The Bible is a love story of everything God has done to reconcile people back to himself. And why does he do it? Because he loves us. Third, we have a great need for everlasting life. Let's face it. Our days are numbered. When I was in my 20s, I felt I had my whole life in front of me. Now I'm 57 years old and you know what? The days in front of me are fewer than the days behind. They say the only things certain in life are death and taxes. Well, God did not create mankind to die. Death came as the result of sin. We have only a finite number of days on this planet and only limited control of how many there are. For example, all the money and medical attention in the world couldn't keep Steve Jobs from dying of cancer. The scripture tells us that God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That is to have a change of heart from serving myself to trusting, loving, and obeying God. As surely as we were born, we will all one day die. Yet each of us has an innate sense that there is something beyond this life. The Bible teaches that there will be a resurrection but some will be resurrected to eternal life with God. Others will be resurrected to eternal death apart from God. Jesus told us in John 3.16 what we must do to receive eternal life and escape eternal death. For God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Of course, that's really the ultimate purpose of this. My heart, my desire is to see everyone believe in Jesus Christ and have eternal life. I'd like to conclude this first episode with a little bit about me and why I've chosen to teach through the Bible. When I was 18 years old and fresh out of high school, I began working as a disc jockey at a radio station. I was soon hired by my church to begin working on a radio program that involved my pastor's wife interviewing Christian rock musicians. Meanwhile, God began working in me a love for his word. I began to greatly be influenced by the teaching ministry of Pastor Chuck Smith from Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, California. After I was ordained as a pastor, I began attending pastor's conferences where Pastor Chuck would tell us repeatedly, simply teach the Bible, simply. I watched as God took a small group of 20 people and through Pastor Chuck's simple teaching of the Word of God, grew this to a movement of over 1,500 churches worldwide. And now I am more convinced than ever that what we really need is to be taught the Word of God, cover to cover, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. I sincerely hope and pray that you will join me in this journey. Let's just see what God will do as we simply study the Bible. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepper Ridge Elementary School in Boise. To listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. Join Pastor Daryl tomorrow as he begins in the beginning with Genesis chapter 1.